Welcome to the podcast of the Renew Community. We strive to be a Jesus community who cares about the things Jesus cares about. This podcast was recorded at our last gathering. Teaching like this is how we worship together every other week. We look to the scriptures seeking to become more like Christ. We're glad you're listening. I read this earlier this week. Uh, It's from Reverend Fleming Rutledge, who was one of the first women ordained to the priesthood in the Episcopal Church. Um, And I got this in an email. I signed up for different Advent readings. um, And she says this, the significance of the birth of Jesus Christ will forever elude us if we are unable to take an inventory of the gravity of the human condition. And these first few weeks of hope and peace in the Advent season, I think, really draw us into this. Um, And Doug asked you all to raise your hands if you experienced any sort of anxiety or um, lack of peace. And I think that those things draw us in to see we need a savior. We need Jesus. And that is the reason, sorry for this cliche, I didn't mean to say this, but that is the reason for the season. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's not even in my notes. It just came out. Those things get buried in your subconscious, I'm pretty sure. Whew. But peace often seems so far off when we look at the brokenness of the world uh, and we realize the brokenness within ourselves that lead us to anxiety. Actually, I I think Doug may have summed up the teaching really well in our pre-gathering meeting. So we we have anxiety, and some of that anxiety is healthy, like when we step out and we see a car coming and we are filled with anxiety to get out of the way. That's a good, healthy anxiety, but much of our anxiety is not healthy when we begin to think about things that are out of our control and we try to control them. That's unhealthy anxiety. I don't know if I got that right, Doug. That struck me this morning as we met. But um, So yeah, we're going to read a bunch of passages. Uh, and as we do that, I also want to extend an invitation to you all to listen to not only the words of the scripture, but what the Holy Spirit might be speaking to you um, through the scriptures or through anything else that may have happened this morning, whether it's been the songs Uh, our prayer time, our story time, the dance. If the Holy Spirit is pressing something on you, is speaking to you this morning, and you get any sort of sense that maybe I need to share this with somebody or maybe with all of us, I just want to invite you to to chat with one of our elders. Um, Cindy's up here in the front. Doug's over there on the side. Tim is standing in the back. So if if you feel... Like the Holy Spirit is is speaking something to you, I invite you to share it with them, and they're going to help you discern what what this word might be. Oh, Claudia's in the back too. Sorry, Claudia. Um, they'll help you discern is what 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 might this mean, and is it something that should be shared with a few people or with everybody? And Dwayne's in the middle. I think we got them all. All right. So yeah. Um, just a couple, couple quick notes, and I have a, a few comments. But So the word peace in the New Testament is, this, is the Greek word erine, which means to join together into a whole. Um, and so I get the sense of these, all these broken pieces of whether inside of us or our broken relationships that 
God desires to bring those into wholeness. So the, the, the Greek word conveys this idea of wholeness when all essential parts are joined together. And it's similar in the Hebrew, the word shalom also means wholeness um, and peace. Uh, so that's my introductory note. So I need uh, nine volunteers. I think it's nine. So if you're willing to come up um, and you can bring a Bible, I also have them printed out. They're also gonna be up on the screen so we can follow along. So if you're willing, I just invite you to come up and I'll give you the, the passage that I'd like you to read. All right, so the first passage, hope if I give you the microphone, is Isaiah 9, 2 and 6 through 7. Again, I just wanna invite you just to listen to these words. Because I realized something this morning as I thought about all the other things that I thought about sharing. The scripture speaks to us with power through the Holy Spirit. Um, so we're going to turn to the scriptures because the scriptures have a lot better things to say about peace than I do. So I invite you to listen. Isaiah 9, 2, and 6 through 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Isaiah 11. Out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot. Yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He will delight in obeying the Lord. He will not judge by appearance nor make a decision based on hearsay. He will give justice to the poor and make fair decisions for the exploited. The earth will shake at the force of his word, and one breath from his mouth will destroy the wicked. He will wear righteousness like a belt, and truth like an undergarment. In that day, the wolf and the lamb will live together. The leopard will lie down with the baby goat, the calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion, and a little child will lead them all. The cow will graze near the bear, the cub and the calf will lie down together, the lion will eat hay like a cow. The baby will play safely near the hole of a cobra. Yes. A little child will put its hand in a nest of deadly snakes without harm. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. For as the waters fill the sea, so the earth will be filled with people who know the Lord. 
In that day, the heir to David's throne will be a banner of salvation to all the world. The nations will rally to him and the land where he lives will be a glorious peace. The word of the Lord. Colossians 1, 15 through 20 says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is also head of the body, the church, and he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself will come to have his first place in everything. For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all creation to himself having made peace through the blood of his cross. Through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Ephesians 2, 13 through 22. <clears throat> but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to those who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as a chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling place in which God lives by his spirit. John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Philippians 4, 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you.
2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Isaiah 2, 1 through 5. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. It shall come to pass in the later days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and shall be lifted up above the hills, and all nations shall flow to it. And many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall decide disputes for many peoples. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift but sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, Come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. I have Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Yeah, as, as Doug shared in our prayer time, the thing that just strikes me in these passages, there is a longing for peace. And we have the person of peace. His name is Jesus, and we long for him to come, and we anticipate that coming in Christmas, and we celebrate that he is our peace, even while we long for him to come again. In the incarnation, God built a bridge of peace to earth. He joined heaven and earth by coming so that we could be joined to him. And because Jesus is our peace, because of all that Jesus has done for us, our identity is secure. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be children of God. Good news is because of Jesus, the great peacemaker, we are children of God. And we get to participate in making peace. Uh, one resource describes this word peacemaker peacemakers this way is one who bravely declares God's terms, which makes someone whole. Jesus invites us to be ambassadors of his reconciliation, to bravely declare God's terms, to bravely declare the gospel into people's lives. And I love 
um, what I heard this morning about what was happening at community dinner last night, that as folks were having conversations, the people of Renew spoke into their lives and surrounded them with prayer, bravely declaring God's terms, which makes someone whole, which brings peace. Renew, can we be bold proclaimers of the gospel truth, which leads to lifefulness in him? This last gathering, I heard great things about Kent Gerhardt's benediction of being an agent of hope, of meeting with somebody and walking out of the restaurant and having the Holy Spirit speak to him and say, you need to go back in there and you need to boldly declare God's terms to give them hope and to make them whole. Just as Kent encouraged us to be agents of hope, I want to encourage us to be agents of peace. And I'm always struck by that Isaiah 2 passage of of beating swords into plowshares and spears into hooks, or into pruning hooks, of the weapons of destruction being turned into tools of life. And I just wonder what, as Doug shared, those of us who are thinking very globally, we want to encourage that. That's awesome. And we continue to work personally. We begin to work in our communities and we work within ourselves. And, and the question that just stuck with me is what weapons do you use? And what might it look like for you to beat those weapons into tools of life? How might you transform the weapons to tools by the power of the Holy Spirit. And some of you may have gotten a text from Denise Hall earlier this week, and I just want to share it because it's a great example of exactly what I'm talking about. She said this. Um, As many of you know, she's been dealing with a lot of issues with um, just taking care of her family affairs after her uncle's death. Uh, She says, I'm still on the death journey, but by the grace and mercy of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, I was able to make the right decision today. Um, After dealing with a bunch of issues with the gravestone and a repetition of issues with the gravestone, um, she was informed that the headstone that was replaced has an incorrect birth date for the second time. But instead of lashing out with a healthy, healthy dose of frustration at the cemetery attendant, which I had drafted and it was good, I paused, reflected on my scripture reading this morning, my scripture reading this morning, reflected on my purpose, asked God to heal that part of me and choose to lash out with an overwhelming dose of empathy and love. As a result, my heart is not burdened today and my mind is refocused on the prize. Thank you, Jesus. Please learn from my lesson today. Before lashing out at whatever frustrates you, humbly state the facts, then take a moment to pause, reflect on your purpose, ask God to heal that part of you and choose love. This life is something else. I'm glad to have Jesus in my life. Have a blessed weekend, my friend. 
She had the weapon of destruction in her hands, ready to send that email. And the Spirit of Christ descended upon her and said, you need to beat that into a pruning hook. You need to take that sword and turn it into a plow and speak life to deal with this in a way of peace. Friends, we celebrate this season, the gift of Jesus who is our peace. May we be agents of peace. Will you pray with me? God of grace and truth, make us whole. Make us people of integrity who heal and make peace. I pray for eyes that see what is best in others, a graceful and candid mouth, hands that never twist but hold up truth, a heart that aims to encourage and feet that pursue our neighbor's best. Jesus, come near us today. Draw us into deeper intimacy with you through your Holy Spirit, that we find our peace in you as we trust you more. Jesus, come to us and bring revival in our community. Bring healing, transformation. Bring justice that our communities would be made whole and lead us to peace. Jesus, come for us so that we can live in peace with you and with the Father and the Holy Spirit for all eternity. We thank you and we praise you, Jesus, for being our peace. Come, you who are busy. Come and rest and listen to the words of truth that you may find rest and peace in Jesus. Come, you who are worn out. experience the peace of Christ. Come, you who are anxious, racked with worry, or living in fear. May the Spirit of Christ dwell in you, and may you find dwelling in Him. Come, you who are full of excitement and energy. May the water of life fill you to promote peace in your family, in your neighborhood. Come, you who are working for peace and justice, do not be discouraged, for the Prince of Peace continues to lead you. Come, you who are thirsty for peace, and drink deeply from the water of life. As Steve leads us, prepares to lead us in a time for worship, I would invite you to stand and pass the peace with your neighbors with a great big hug. God is good and Jesus is your peace. Will you share that with one another this morning? Thank you for listening to the podcast of the Renew Community. This in no way should replace the formation within a community of Jesus followers. If you are looking for a church, would like more information about Renew, or would like to give financially to this ministry, check out our website at renewcommunity.org.